We are still working our way through Psalm 62. Yesterday we opened with um, the first couple verses. Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Uh, Today we we go to verse 3 and it turns us in a little different direction. Uh, Verses 1 and 2, David is talking to himself. He's giving himself a bit of a pep talk. He's redirecting his thoughts. Uh, reminding himself of, of the spiritual truths that ought to give him a sense of peace in a, in a, in a busy world. Now he is going to address other people, uh, bad guys, uh, ostensibly the thugs who are terrorizing him. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down this leaning wall, this tottering fence? So we think, again, we don't, we don't know, but we think at this point that David is talking to those who are coming after him. He describes himself as this, you know, this uh, tottering wall or this leaning wall, tottering fence. You don't want a leaning wall, right? You want your walls to be straight up and down. David is damaged. He's wounded. He's limping. Uh, he's vulnerable, and we think that this is probably when Absalom, his son, had staged a coup, and he is fleeing the city of Jerusalem and all of that. So, verse 4, Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but with their hearts they curse. So, David does recognize that he has been in a lofty place. Uh, he, he still is. He has a lot of things going for him. Um, you know, he had, I mean, he had, like, he had beat Goliath. He had been a successful warrior. He'd been a successful statesman. He's been appointed king, national hero. Uh, he's got a lot going for him. But, but even then, he's, even he's got all these things going for him, he now has people trying to kill him. So we just pause and say that uh, we know from biographies, we know from, from uh, autobiographies, we know from the way lives end that a lot of people who are really, really rich or really, really famous or whatever have lives that everybody thinks are great and they actually can be quite miserable. So um, verse 5 and 6, uh, again, he's now he's back to talking to himself uh, again. That's how meditation works, I think, especially in a crisis. I think of times of significant stress in my life. There, I remember uh, a couple occasions in which I am doing a lot of, uh, you know, walking, <laughs> talking with Sherry, talking to myself, trying to, you know, calm my heart, and praying oftentimes the, uh, to Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God. And, and stopping right there and saying, Lord, I'm bringing you my requests but I'm anxious, right? I'm, I know I'm not supposed to be anxious, but I'm anxious. And just, it's just, there's a repetition there. You're, there's, it can be sort of, you know, moment by moment combat, so it seems. So um, what he says uh, is, yes, my soul, he's, he's going to, He's redirecting his thinking. It's going to be very much like what we just heard, because, again, in Hebrew poetry, you don't rhyme words, you rhyme ideas. So he's coming at this verses 1 and 2. Again, that was my soul finds rest. Now he says, yes, my soul find rest in God. My hope comes from him. He is my rock. Okay, this gets repeated. I think it's the third time already. He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. So, 
It's coming at the same idea from a variety of different vantage points. God is my stability. I can trust God. I need to remind myself uh, about God. And he uses all these metaphors for God, um, these you know, possessive pronouns. God is my, my rock. He is my salvation. He is my fortress. He is my refuge. <laughs> this is David in the midst of, of a crisis uh, trying to redirect his thoughts. Verse 7. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, again, <laughs> my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. And the focus here, I think, uh, is that God is our refuge and our only refuge. What we want, and understandably, but what we want is to trust in God and to trust in, you know, our security, uh, other things, our, our, our job, our health, our, our, our finances, right, our reputation, whatever. We want to trust in God, and we want to also rely on these other things. And David seems to really be honing in on the fact that it's in God and God alone that that will work. So I've already mentioned that this word, God is my rock, just keeps getting repeated it's worth just noting this is a this is a a statement depicting the stability of God. He is the same. He's not movable. He is solid. God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow, everlasting. So the world, your world can be spinning out of control. Ground yourself on the rock. Uh, as it says in 1 Samuel, there is no rock like our God. May you find stability and rest in him today. Have a good day.